Today, I'm joined by James Humphrey Stone, who is co-founder of The Avenue, a self-employed estate agency model. What advice would you give to anyone who might be thinking of setting up their own self-employed model from the broker point of view? I've always had the desire and the aspiration to do something that I could call mine. Um, and in some ways, when I was at the Property Explorer, that environment had been created. Then when I joined Purple Bricks, that environment had started to become a reality. Uh, then there was a big change around at Purple Bricks, late 2019, just before the pandemic. Uh, the business was restructured entirely. So certain TOs lost their licenses within the business. Um, and basically there were fewer TOs that were looking after much larger areas. Um, and so I took on a role looking after, although despite living in Derbyshire, I took on a role looking after Birmingham, huge patch, um, lots of local property experts in that business. But then the business decided to roll out a project and the project just reeked of employment in terms of every, all of the components that were being built into this project. It was called Project Elon. And they were putting various people in place to do certain roles that I had already built into my localized business. They were rolling out certain ideas and concepts that we were already rolling out. So to me, it was a case of this is all going to get taken away. And that wasn't for me. There was never a time where I wanted to be employed again after being a regional director. So did you go before they or did you take some form of redundancy? No, I, I went, I left. Um, that project was rolled out, I believe, if I remember rightly, December of 2020, maybe. Right. Um, and by the February, I, I knew enough to know my main, mind was made up, so I had to serve three months' notice. And did Haley go at the same time? Yeah. yeah. By that point, because Stanley had been born in September of 2020, um, Haley was operating in more of a supporting role within the Birmingham business. So we left together. What did you do then? The planning had already started for the launch of what we do now, The Avenue. Um, we partnered with Jack Durkin, who is our business partner. And why is that? Why is that? I mean, I, I, can see, I can see why a lot of people need an extra person. That could have been Hayley. Yeah, I think the main reason for the partnership coming about is probably like we talked about earlier in the conversation with the Richard and Simon, Ying and Yang. I think that's where Jack and I... Uh, uh, we complement one another's skill sets. Haley was always very career focused. Then when Stanley came along, and we've now got Margot as well, her maternal instinct took over. And as much as she operates in the business, she wants to be mum first. There goes. Which, which was, I found very interesting for someone who was so career focused, so laser focused. I found it very interesting that that, that maternal instinct was so strong and, and I respected it massively. Um, so, yeah, that's where Jack and I parted. So who is Jack for some people that might not know him? Jack Durkin, um, he's from Sutton Coalfield. So he almost operates the West Midlands part of our operation. Fantastic estate agent, um, brilliant with people, but also very, very focused. He's very, I'm more, I guess, the creative. I'm probably more vision. Jack's very much implementation and delivery. Is he ex-Purple Bricks or? He is. That's how we met. There you go. God, you lot get around, don't you? <laughs> well, a lot of people work there, Chris. <laughs> so the Avenue's been going now for two years. It has. What advice would you give to anyone who 
might be thinking of setting up their own self-employed model from the broker point of view, not the uh, not the person coming in as a, as a. So if they were to replicate the avenue as a brokerage, um, what advice would I give? Uh, make sure your foundations are solid from the get-go. Make sure. What do you mean by foundations? Um, what I mean by foundations is, is people know the role that they need to play. So, for example, when we launched, it was me, Jack, um, Michelle, who came with us from Purple Bricks, but from a behind-the-scenes perspective, looked after all of our admin and bits and pieces, make sure the, the wheels keep turning. Um, and we brought a couple of um, agents with us who partnered with us from the get-go. And I think the foundational piece is the learnings for us is we've had to change CRMs a couple of times for varying reasons. Um, there's things that we are... I have no issue in sharing uh, publicly. There are things that we've learned that we, in hindsight, just wouldn't do today. And so making sure the foundations are correct, there are always going to be mistakes you make along the way. I think if, if anyone out there is looking to launch a brokerage or even a self-employed model, uh, or becoming self-employed, sorry, if you wait until everything is exactly as you want it to be and all your ducks in a row, you'll never start. So we took the decision to pull the trigger and go, but there were elements within what we structured initially that weren't quite right the way we wanted them to be, but we very quickly adapted to them. What else would you do differently in hindsight? The way we recruited. Um, I think the self-employed model takes a very particular type of person. It's another topic. Um, I feel that anyone can do it. And that sounds very, that is going to be controversial. It's the, it's their attitude and their personality and their ability to be consistent, which I think is a big blocker for a lot of sale, a lot of agents always looking for this new shiny object or this new silver bullet for winning listings or whatever else. It doesn't exist. You have to be boringly consistent. So if anyone can be boringly consistent, it's just a case of whether yeah, they can. But that's the self-employed agent. So let's come back to the brokerage, which was my original point. Okay, yeah. You know, what would you do differently? So, sorry, from the recruit, that was the recruitment piece. Yes. So it was the type of people. Um, we Our focus was more on, because we wanted to do low volume and better quality marketing, better quality service and fees and everything else, we focused too heavily on people that were more service delivery type people rather than people that could actually hunt and gather and secure and get themselves out there. Because that's the thing That's the thing with self-employed estate agencies is that someone who's great at converting might not be very good at actually getting the valuation in the first place. This is it. And someone that's very good at converting might not then very be very good at looking after the customer through their journey. So that's why it becomes about being a very rare breed if there's certain elements of your character that fall in line. So the recruitment strategy initially would be something that we would look at again. What other advice would you give to someone thinking of setting up a brokerage model? I know you're giving your secrets away, but no one's going to, no one's watching this anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, the thing is, it's that age old thing, isn't it? It's like you give away a lot of advice for free because you know 99% of people aren't going to action it. Correct. So I don't mind sharing. I'll, I'll, I'll lift the lid on our business entirely. What else would we do differently? Um, I would say that some of the key functions within our business. So we've got Ben, our creative media director. We've got Holly, who's, I can't give Holly a title. She's like head of client experience, whatever you, she's just brilliant. I think we would have brought them in a, from the get-go. And and how many agents do you have now after two years? 15. Do you think that could, should be more? Um, we, because we're self-funded, we wanted to grow slowly initially so we've hit year two our plan was always year two if we had anywhere between 10 and 20 agents so we're bang in the middle but if we had 15 agents in the business by the time we hit year two that's when we wanted to kick on 
and we're now at that point. And what does that look like? Um, so 50 agents by the end of next year. So by the end of 2024. Yeah. That's a big ask when you consider that, you know, everyone's got EXP on their lips. You've got IAD, IAD that have come to the UK. You know, it's getting a bit warm and hot under the collar there. What, yeah. what do you guys offer that probably others can't? It's a really great question. So from our point of view, we're not about volume. Um, so I suppose the primary piece for us is about quality over quantity. It's about having a blend of brand and personal brand. But, but then you look at EXP, they're bragging that they've put a thousand houses on the market, but there's 350, 400 of them, which means they're only putting on two and a half houses. They're not exactly volume, are they? No. And I think the, the key piece there is a lack of brand. It's all about personal brand. So obviously I didn't want to go down a path of, you know, talking derogatory around another model um but that's where blending brand with personal brand is working well for us i agree with you on that one it is a it is a you need both yeah so commercial brand agency brand we're helping our agents that join us build personal brand so if you look at our birmingham operation in particular um the knock-on effect of what jack and emma are doing is then benefiting our partner agents that are on the periphery of them so we're building almost concentric circles around existing patches so there's a knock-on effect thank you for your time today do check out the other videos just to get a bit more to find out a bit what makes james tick thank you for your time today thanks for having me